Max ran out of records, man. Now I won't get you this oh no joint. Yeah. You don't finish the joint off. Where Flex go? He ran out of records, man. Yo. <laughs> yo. Who? Who? Yo. It paid to me, yo. Yo. Ain't messing with me for two reasons. Why? My two kids, two mouths to feed. That's Little right. kids, paws shoot niggas out they trees. Right. Brody niggas, y'all get pushed right off the block. Free yeah. like when you see me call the cops. Like I'm pop, you ain't ready to die and don't cry. All my niggas know that you're dying and don't cry. Right. No weapon, bro, they're right. and won't die. Right. Noel face, what up, Kwame Brown face? Glad you can grace us with your presence. I'm here. Uh, I see. I'm here. Yeah. Let's get it. Freestyle Friday. What you heard was the start of that. Uh, Rockefeller. Trash. Rockefeller forever. Trash. Hold for life. <clears throat> Beanie, Sie- Beanie Siegel and Freeway actually murdered that. Um, Freeway had the best to me. Um, them Philly niggas bought it. Bleak, he could have stayed home. No, the H Money Bags nigga could have stayed home. They could have left. He could have stayed home. Him and Bleak could have been they sitting on the couch nigga. together watching Dora or something. But yeah, you got to come with better tracks, B. No, no. Unless you, unless you recommending freestyles. Matter of fact, yeah, you recommend the next freestyle for the next uh next show. And watch how fire it be. I don't, I don't want a Kanye written. Ain't gonna be no Kanye. From... Nah, I'm not on that wave right now. Maybe in 2020. No, 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 go figure. When it's election time. Yeah. I see. I see what you're doing. Caught that you're right. Doing. You're getting rid of Kanye until it's election Caught time. That, right? Okay. I got it. Yeah. I got it. That's how we do. What's happening, man? Not a whole lot, man. Um, Quan, you gonna get these jokes because you're supposed to be up here and you're not. And don't let that ever think that that's supposed to be like a free pass. You're still gonna get these jokes. Get Sorry it. for you, but um, yeah, bum ass Quan didn't. Had a good distance for some. Sound check. Uh, yeah, come on, man. Come on, bro. Sound check, really, really. I think you could have lied to us and told us something. Something else. Lie. Something. You got your son, you know, was acting stupid in school, and you had to go to the school. <laughs> like, come on, a sound check, Quan. Like, really, bro? <laughs> nah. Not a performance. <laughs> Not a performance. Not a performance. Not a, a live show. A sound a check. check. That's the that's the time check of the time. Time to time for me. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Quiet, you gotta get out there, y'all. <laughs> oh, that really wasn't even planned, but that's why I love it up here because everything is impromptu. Definitely and, uh, improv. On the house. <laughs> oh man. That's good stuff. Uh, I I want to start with sports because the conversation I want to have afterwards is not crazy, but it's going to require a little bit more time. Shout out to Drew Brees, man. Yeah, we pretty much predicted that the Saints would run away with that game, and they ran off. I was only watching the game for the tracker for uh, him to pass Peyton. Mm-hmm. And I wish I wish they would put, like, Anybody in sports that's like at a about to beat a milestone, that should be like a ticker on ESPN. Like Drew Brees yeah. now has. I'm watching the game. I'm like, fam, why am I watching this? Like, I know the result. I know what's gonna happen. Why am I watching? And like, it seemed like two consecutive plays where he just had somebody <laughs> wide open for like more than thirty yards. Um. That's a crazy stat that I didn't know Breeze was that close to. Uh, I didn't realize he was that close either. What was it? Forty? Is it forty miles in passing yards or something like that? Equivalent? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of passing. That's a lot of passing. 
and he had a broken shoulder in the beginning of, of his career. So, you know what? Uh, interesting to me about Drew Brees, he's never mentioned in the conversation with he Peyton. always gets lost in the Peyton, Brady, Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of like backdrop, but he have his ring, he have the same amount as Aaron Rodgers. Is that disrespectful to Brees? It, I think so. I think so. He's been pretty consistent. You know what I mean? He's not like an Eli when he's like, you know, really terrible and leading the league in interceptions. You know what I mean? Like he's been a consistent elite quarterback throughout his career. And he just kind of gets, you know, looked over. And that ain't a hype joke, but, you know, because he is really short. Oh, to, I see. Well, oh, compared okay. to like Tom Brady and you know Peyton, he's not really. <laughs> Kawhi. I need. I need to. I need to cue that in the soundboard. Yeah, so you got to put that in the soundboard. Um, my issue with Breeze, I usually take him, and this is a, not a slight to Breeze, but I usually take him as a backup quarterback in fantasy. Because every time I take him as a starting quarterback, he lets me down. That is very disrespectful. It's the truth. And who are you starting over him? Depends on like if he's a if I choose him as a backup, like if I don't get um Don't say no mother effing Matt Stafford either. Are you kidding me? I haven't picked Stafford in a league since Megatron retired. I knew I knew <laughs> I knew who buttered the bread over there in Detroit. <laughs> I never picked Stafford. I would take Megatron, but I wouldn't take Stafford. Um, so the quarterbacks that I usually like for me, any any one of the twelves, Rogers or Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about before Breeze, Rogers, Brady. Cam, nigga, no. Yes, because because no. of the dual threat, because of the running and uh, throwing. I'm just talking about in fantasy. I'm not talking about in actual stats. I'm just talking about. Yeah, but I've never seen Cam with like high fantasy numbers. Like Cam, Cam so- average, he has a quiet, consistent twenty-four from a quarterback. Cam, he don't give you that many interceptions. He'll give you at least 300 yards, either two passing and one rushing touchdown, but he's a consistent 24. Yeah, more like a 20, 21. But Matthew Barry and all these other niggas be having Russell Wilson ranked high for that same reason. <laughs> Being able to throw and run the run, run touchdown. Yeah. yeah. But that's it's super like, disrespectful to start Cam over Drew Brees. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because you got to remember, if Breeze, Breeze was on in this last game because of the record. But normally, mm-hmm. they, they have a, 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 a run game. Running yeah. Attack. yeah. So that's why sometimes like it can be disappointing taking Breeze because one, you don't—he don't really have a number one receiver because he spreads mm-hmm. the ball around to everybody. Mm-hmm. But if the run game is working for them, Sean Payton don't abandon that. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Speaking of uh, that, nigga Mark Ingram was suspended, and I didn't change my lineup, and I think he has some points. Did I lose this week in fantasy football? I don't know. Like, I no, uh, that's where you're at now. Now you don't care. Oh, okay. Nah, because it slipped my mind, and then I saw the the alert came like Mark Ingram scores first touchdown since being suspended, and I'm like, oh man, I know I never pulled this nigga off the bench. Um, I will tell you. Let's see. Did you lose last week? When I checked it, I was getting blown out. So I was like, man, get this. You're one of the four. Yeah, definitely lost. Okay, that's fine. Let's check the numbers. 116 (sighs) to 160. 
Yeah, I had a running back that had a buy, and another one that was not playing. And then nigga Ingram had twenty one points, <laughs> and the other running back that I could have pulled off the bench had twelve. I probably still would have lost. What's that? Thirty-three, and I lost by forty-five. We made it. We made it respectable. <sighs> yeah, it would have been a respectable loss. Cool. It would have been a respectable. Uh, and the kicker, I had nothing from the kicker because that nigga mm-hmm. didn't play. So I didn't have a negative because Mason Crosby missing all of his uh. <laughs> <laughs> go. What yeah. hurts in, in fantasy every week? I had I have both Crowell and Anderson from the Jets. Guess mm. who they were? Yeah, they had big games, right? Fifty points combined. Yeah, Sammy had him a good old time Sunday. And this is why I, I and this is why I, I I told you my spiel about Fanduel. This is why I hate Fanduel. <laughs> like. For two weeks, they have been doing nothing for two weeks. <laughs> the Broncos defense is supposed to, supposed to be legit. Then Donna goes to MetLife and has a day. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of them had two touchdowns. And wow. Anderson had 100 and something receiving yards, and Crowell had 212. Wow. Yeah. 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 That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. You live and you learn, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You get lucky, you may not be so lucky. You know, that happens. That's life. Did you see the uh, Peyton congratulation video to Drew Brees? Yeah, that was actually funny. He always is, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's funny. He's a funny he little white dude. Is. Funny looking, and he is actually funny. That was a nice video. Nice I uh, I think it's interesting that Peyton got away from that Papa John's thing as quick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was like the face of Papa John's and that whole thing. He was like, yeah, let me go over here with Nationwide. <laughs> Chicken <laughs> palm, you taste so good. See you, Papa. I'm out of here. They do these jingles, these little country jingles over here with Nationwide. <laughs> Oh man, did you see? Um, I saw a Papa John's commercial yesterday, and I said their marketing team is actually trying to do things cool. They are, uh, as opposed to calling it Papa John's, they're trying to focus on everybody else, like the different managers or different people in the team. So, as opposed to Papa John, well, as opposed to seeing only Papa John now, the tag way says Papa, and then it goes to a whole bunch of people's names. And then, before the commercial goes off, it says John, but everybody else is talking about. Oh, for so long, you guys are familiar with the face of the company, but um, let's introduce you to other people associated with us. Like, okay, I see y'all trying to bounce back. Mm. Niggas ain't coming back, but I still not interested. Doing. Yeah, thanks, no thanks, John. Sayonara, sucker. That nigga got his bread. See, that's because white people. Know. White people. White people. When they don't, when they get that money, they think all that uh, their racism. Maybe <laughs> their racism is a race, but uh, it's not. It's really right not. Right quick before we actually uh continue, I checked the other day, and apparently, uh, shout out to the listeners. By popular opinion from you guys, the only reason why I say that is because. We reached 80 listens for the first time on one episode alone. Not collective. Slow clap for the Whatever Face podcast. The, the, the keto episode is the first single episode to 80 listens. And that's the, I thought that was a time to step back and uh, actually thank y'all for listening and listening late because we recorded that keto one <laughs> like four weeks, four or five weeks old. Yeah. It's been about a month, yeah. Yeah. Let me go revisit that keto, see what we was chopping it up about. 
That was. That was. I felt like I just found twenty dollars in my winter coat pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw that as a stat, and I was like, "That's actually pretty dope." I, I, I yeah. Like that. Yeah. So shout out to y'all, man. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all, y'all make us feel like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't give it up just yet. Maybe y'all do uh, listen to us intently week to week. Shout out to everybody that supports and plugs uh, during a week or when a podcast drop. Uh, you got people that faithfully either repost, either like, either post their own thing. Yeah. Um, shout out to y'all because you don't, no one asks you to do it. You do it because you genuinely uh, mess with us. That's a fact. And uh, that is something that I don't take lightly. So, Shout out to everybody that does that. Well, why would you like stress I like that? Like, I don't take it lightly because yeah, I'm but sa- you could have said we don't take it like I'm like nigga. I just don't w- take it lightly because wow. you already said thank you, and I'm just saying that I, as a person, don't take mm-hmm. for granted uh-huh. that people rock with us and support us. Mm-hmm. You already said thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. throwing it out there. You didn't say thank you from mm-hmm. Corey and Melissa. You just said thank you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that. You were saying thank you, and I was saying thank you on top of you no. appreciating mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna be like, mm-hmm. I not not gonna not speak for Melissa, but I don't take it for granted. Okay. I started by saying we appreciate we appreciate y'all for listening to us. And then no, it just changed to I. I I'm not I'm not going through this with it's you. It's fine. It's cool. I don't take it lightly either, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to put that out there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, kudos to Drew Brees and his story career. Um, from one sport to another, Jimmy Butler shows up to practice. <laughs> Nigga went. Can you dissect this Jimmy thing? Because I don't get it. Um, it seems to be pretty consistent with you know his time in Chicago when he, um, when he was the man when Derrick Rose wasn't playing no low seasons and you know it was pretty much Jimmy Butler and the Bulls. And then Derrick Rose kind of came back. So he kind of like had to figure out because it used to be Derrick Rose team, but then he was injured. So I kind of took over. So now it's like this little alpha male battle here. And you see where that ended up. Tibbs got fired or he left or whatever. A bunch of people got traded out and it was just Jimmy there. And then you tried to bring some vets in, D-Wade and Rondo. And that really didn't work out either. Now he's with Minnesota, which is a good team on paper. Like, they have legit talent with Cat and Andrew Wiggins, who's like a real talent. He just needs to be, you know, refined a little bit, especially on the defensive end. Um, Jimmy, like, they have legit talent. Derrick Rose off the bench. Um, Crawford, like, they have a decent team, a good head coach. So, like, the pieces are there. Like, what, like, what do you want? To me, it seems like he wants to be like a LeBron, where it's like clear-cut, if LeBron's not playing with his team, then that, that's a lottery team. And when you put LeBron there, it's like what LeBron says, what LeBron does, and everybody's supposed to follow that. And he'll lead the team, and everybody will do what he says, and everybody follow his role, and look at me and do it the way I want it to be done. It's not about me fitting in the system or putting pieces, you know, for us to gel together. It's let me do this, and then, you know, I'll figure everything else out around around the team. And it's, it's weird to me. It was like, why not just be, a, like, a team player? It's a decent team you guys have in Minnesota, but he just seems to, like, want it to be all about him, and it's really not. Like, when you see the advertisement for the Timberwolves, it's like, cat. It's his face most times. Because, you know, he's a big name. He's a big star. He's young. He's up and coming. And, you know, I think that that rubs Jimmy a little little, uh, the wrong way. I don't know why. 
Maybe that's just in his nature. That's a part of his character. Maybe he's a little bit selfish. You know, I don't know. I don't really get it. Is he justified because he took the third team? He beat the starters with the the third string. Is he justified in feeling that way? No, because that's just that's that's practice. Like, are you going to take the third string and beat? the Houston Rockets or the Golden State Warriors or are you going to take third string people and make it to the playoffs? So that, that's not really that impressive to me. I don't that's think just... it's impressive, but it says a lot that you're, you're, you're starting five who you're going to have on the floor pretty much 82 games of the season who are going to be going up against the teams that you just named can't beat the, the <laughs> third string D leaguers on our own team. Like, that's how I looked at it. Not as it was this impressive thing that Jimmy Butler did, but it was like, okay, what does that say for your starting five? Who does have to go against Golden State? Who does have to go against Houston? Who does have to play Boston? What, should, what does that say for your starting five? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't really put a lot of stock in there because any given night, any five on five could be beaten. You know what I mean? Like, if they did that again t- today, would it be the same outcome? If they did it for seven days straight, how many times would that third string beat the starters? Maybe the starters were playing like whatever. Like these are just the third string. You know, Jimmy's all emotional. You know, let him get it out. Maybe they didn't approach it like Jimmy and the third stringers did. But if you said if you tell them, all right, starters, y'all gonna play Jimmy and the third stringers, it might be a different outcome. You know what I mean? Like a five on five, anybody could lose any given day. That's I wouldn't put a lot of stock in that. I don't either. Um, I just feel like even when um we we reference the dream team a lot and Mike a lot, but even in the dream team and those practices, you had Magic and Mike and all these other guys saying, no, we're going to play y'all like we would play anybody else, and we're going to go at it because that's the competitive nature that we have in practice. Mm-hmm. I get it. Jimmy was riled up. If they played seven times, maybe they win three. Maybe they lose six out of the seven. But and his emotional, I guess, outburst. I'm pretty sure he wasn't passing. I'm pretty sure he was chucking, <laughs> re- rebounding, and sweating up the court. Like <laughs> as Tibbs, I don't, I don't, I don't like the the player, the coach, president combination because he is the president of the team. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like okay, so you don't want to trade him, but you see him in practice and he's yelling, "Y'all need me." But do you send a sign? No, nigga, we don't. Or do we like? It's a weird I position mean, to be in if you're Tibbs. Yeah, I mean he's gonna lose. He's gonna he's gonna leave anyway. So it's do you, um, do you take that chance by not trading him and you know having him walk and not getting anything back? Or from my understanding, though. They were asking. They were asking teams for a lot. Way too for much Jimmy for Jimmy Butler. Like way too much for Jimmy Butler, and it was a little bit unrealistic. So they're probably going to end up stuck with each other for the year. Um, and then the Timberwolves will just end up losing him and not getting anything in return. The Heat because we're free agent going there. Yeah, I saw even yesterday that the Heat like reengaged them. For for some reason, Pat Riley's really interested in Jimmy Butler because over the weekend it was like talks had fell through because the Timberwolves were asking for way too much, and then yesterday I read that um, the Heat were reengaging. I'm like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. But yeah, I mean, if if Miami can land him without giving up too much, it does set you up for uh, D-Wayne already said, this is my last ride. I'm out after mm-hmm. the season. Um, yeah. It does kind of give you the next person to build your team around. Mm-hmm. 
And you may have people that want to come play with Jimmy, and then you may have people that don't. So it's kind of like a, a gift and a curse if you're Pat Riley, because if you get him, cool, you got a you got a decent player, but who's gonna want to come play with him now? Being right the antics that he's shown over the summer. Right, exactly. But uh, the thing in sports, and I'm gonna let you get your point off. The thing in sports is that front office never has the personnel's interest at heart. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. It's a business. So no, you ask for a trade. I'm not gonna just give you a trade unless I'm getting something worth worthwhile for you. We saw with um Demar Derozan. We'll tell you we'll resign you. We'll <laughs> resign you and then ship you off. Um. Yeah. Also, they only won 31 games last season, so I don't know how much that team needs Jimmy Butler. Um, they weren't that good with him. I think he played like 60 games. So yeah, they made it to the AFC and got pumped the first round, but still, <laughs> yeah, ain't that great? I think we got a glimpse of uh, you mentioned last week about uh, LeBron being able to not last week, two weeks ago, LeBron being able to keep up with the Lakers uh, running and gunning. I got a mm-hmm. glimpse of that last night, and I'm gonna say. I don't know if I'm sold for 82 games. Granted, it's preseason. Yeah. I, I don't think <laughs> – and I'm not knocking LeBron's workout. I'm not knocking his uh, his conditioning and training. But for 82 games, uh, like I said, for all the time. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of running and gunning. Yeah. And he played a lot longer than the rest of that team did. Like, his season went through June. Them niggas was off in April. <laughs> and so, like, he has a lot more mileage just from, forget about throughout his career, just from last season alone. And that fast pace is going to catch up. He may be here right now. I guarantee you, by all-star break, yeah, you're going to see a lot of, yeah. He's going to be very lazy on defense. going to be a lot of trotting back. <laughs> He's gonna be a little winded. Did you see that uh the interview with uh Draymond? I didn't. In uh Japan. Um the guy was asking pretty much Draymond about uh and it's about the running gun thing. He was asking him, Well, how do you got how do you feel about your starting five with Demarcus? And Draymond was like, you know, I, I stray away from saying, Oh, we would have beat any team, the Lakers in the eighties or the Bulls in 96, but for the era that we play in now, I'll take our five over those teams because um, they're not going to be chasing me and Steph around the court. And for the style of play that we play today, I, I like our chances against either one of those teams. And I was like, I see what you're saying. Like, it was more physical and a little bit slower mm-hmm. back then. And no, you don't – you're not going to have um, – Wilt or Kareem chasing Draymond around playing a five. <laughs> like you when, imagine? You, when you think about it, <laughs> the niggas ain't built for that running gun. Yeah. They weren't really that athletic. Like, they're not as versatile as these centers today are. They were big and strong, but these dudes, yeah, it's a different time. It's like, it's like technology. It's like the phone back then was really big and clunky, and now it's like small and slender, and it's more versatile. You can do more with it. It's the same. It's the same thing with those athletes. Like they were big and strong back then, and that was fine for back then. But now it's like they're big, they're strong, they're fast, they can defend, they run. Like they'll do way more. And there's no way them niggas is beating. No team from the '80s is beating Golden State Warriors. Playing today's style basketball. Today's style basketball, no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No way, dude. Because if you don't got um, if you don't got a gang of three point shooters that can go off to catch up with them niggas when they on, 
And you finish. They don't like, shoot you right off the court. It's amazing to me. And I understand why people don't like watching Golden State play. It's amazing how they can be down. And we saw it's it in, fascinating in the basketball. It's ridiculous. It's fascinating. It's really fascinating. I don't know how people would be like, I ain't watching them niggas play. Come on. No real basketball fan is like annoyed with how the Golden State Warriors play. Like, it's textbook basketball. It's it's crazy to watch. They could be down seven. I remember a couple years ago, they was playing Miami. And we was up by like 18. And I'm like, yeah. And Steph came at the half and just hit like third quarter. It was like, doop, doop, doop. And before you knew it, I think they blew us out by like 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was last year in the playoffs. <laughs> I was like, wow. Every game in the playoffs that Golden State played last year, they either were down at the half and had to come back. Like, it, it, was, it was amazing to watch. They'd be down 30 going into halftime and then win the game by 40. Like, it was like. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. All them niggas could shoot. That's the part. And now that... you put DeMarcus in there. It's like DeMarcus, Draymond. KD, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Nigga. He asked like. he asked Draymond about the <laughs> Marcus and he would go and he goes, it gives us a different um it gives us a different look. We have somebody you legit can pass it to inside the post and he would take it to the basket every single time. Um mm-hmm. he goes, but I know DeMarcus, I know me, we're actually really good friends. I know we might get into a fight, but it 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 shows what happens afterwards. If we can regroup and keep going, or if we stay stuck at having a fight, he goes, I know me, I know him. I know we both love the game. So I'm not saying that we won't ever fight, but he's pretty much like, it's inevitable because Mm -hmm. our our personality styles and how we play the game. But Mm -hmm. what matters is what happens after we, we fight or whatever happens. We have a little disagreement. Does that show on a court? Or do we blow the next team out by 30 because we had a little spat in the locker room? Right. Right. Yeah, I'm excited to watch them when DeMarcus comes back. Man. I can't wait. Oh, you Season did. starts Tuesday, right? Season starts on Tuesday. Can't wait. Celtics are going to be something to watch this year with uh, Hayward and Kyrie at full. Mm-hmm. And you got Tatum, and I don't really care about the rest of the great or smart and all of them niggas, but Tatum, Hayward, and Kyrie, I'm interested to see. Yeah. Um, I saw something on one of those sports groups we were in that said, if you take away athleticism, who suffers the most? Um, it was Kimba. It was Russ. It was John Wall. And Kimba, Russ, John Wall. I don't know who the fourth person was. But even working with that, if you if in dealing with taking away athletic system, athletic system, who suffers the most? I would say Russ. That's what I was thinking. I would say Russ. I would say Russ. But for for the purpose of the conversation, I'm going to disagree with you and say John Wall. When you look at how they play, they're very, very similar. Quick, with the ball. They can both jump. So they'll throw it on you. They'll throw it down on you. Not really good shooters. I would go on a limb and say John Wall has a better shooting percentage. I don't know. I'll look it up real quick. A better shooting percentage than Russ. Um, Russ is a better rebounder. Could be stat padding. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, they're very similar. But for just the, the, the reason I, I think 
I would assume John Wall has a better shooting percentage. I would just go with um, Russ because if you take away that and he's only left to shoot and pass, then, you know, he's just left with passing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Didn't Wall have a surgery on a knee or something? Yes. He did. I, that's why I feel like you take away John Wall's athleticism. I don't know. Uh, Russ will still be effective in the passing game and rebounding game. He may not be as explosive, but there's still other ways he can contribute. John Wall, I think, because he has such an explosive first step and a lot of his assists come off of, like, fast breaks and running and gunning. Yeah. So, uh, John Wall has a career 43% shooting percentage. Let's see, Russie. This is a. I don't think if he's a better passer than John Wall, though. No, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. So then there's that. You know what I mean? Let's see. I why you why you looking at um, Kimber's fine if he didn't have his athleticism. Kimber Walker's he'll yeah. Kimber's good. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't even worry about him in that mix. Forty three as well. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so okay. So yeah, the conversation if you take yeah, away about debt even, yeah. Take away athleticism. That's um nice. Yeah, I would still go with Russell because I think John Wall is a better passer. Um, he's a better passer than than um, than Russie. So yeah, I'm gonna stick with my pick. All right. Yeah. yeah. Transitioning out of the music uh, conversation, music, the sports conversation, going into music. Did you? Have- <laughs> Jacques and uh, LMA, him stealing her song and pretty much using it, trying to make money off of it. <laughs> no, who are these people? Like, who is Jack, that Lil Wayne looking singer guy? Yeah, come on. He took LMA's uh single Trippin', uh-huh. and apparently he thought he was remixing it, but he he put it out. Like on SoundCloud and all that of us, he was pretty much making money off of the unofficial <laughs> remix. And of course, her team was like, "Nah," and they shut that whole thing down because apparently, what? According to him, his version was getting way much more attention than uh. I sound like I can't speak. Way much more. <laughs> his version was getting more attention than the actual song that was out and he thought that was pushing the song and it's like, fam, but you're making what? money no. off of it. Yeah, like what? And if we wanted to do an official remix, we would have reached out to you to do a remix. But my question to you is what happened to the remix? I don't know. I don't know these things. Because that used to be something that was like a thing in the 90s. Remix it like if somebody remixed your song, yeah, you, you was, yeah, that meant your song was, was on it. Mm-hmm. I think because now it's just an oversaturation of music and like the availability of music at the click of, you know, something on your, you know what I mean? Like that like music is so much more available now. And it's like remix for what? Like I could just keep, you know, I could just keep putting out music. I could just keep putting out music. I could just keep putting out music, and it'll be available to millions of people with the 
a stroke of an upload. You know what I mean? So it was like, why waste time with a remix when I could just give you new content as often as I can, as often as I want to. You know what I mean? I think um, T-Pain was notorious for taking people's records and um, doing them over. So was Tory Lanez. But I saw T-Pain lost his Florida house. T-Pain has money, though. But, I, I, don't, I don't... Yeah, I, I was like, really? Yeah. And then I also saw him going off on, like, celebrities who drop bags and Gucci, but then, like, go to a black business and be wanting discounts. So then I was like, hmm, maybe it's a little bit of a struggle here. Nah, T-Pain, T-Pain is, I can assure you, T-Pain is not out here in the streets uh, wanting for anything. I didn't think he was. I, I just thought those two things were interesting. It, it's it's funny to me how celebrities maneuver their their money around. Like when Fifty um, filed for bankruptcy and people were saying Fifty was broke. No, yeah. he was just protecting his assets. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> he wasn't broke. He just didn't want nobody coming for his stuff. That's but T Pain used to do that with um remixes, and I agree with you. In this day and age, it's so quick to do music and put it out. Um, I think the main thing with today's artists is if it's, if it's a young act and a bigger known act remixes their song, you're lit. Mm-hmm. Like if. Chris Brown or Beyonce jump on your track as an R&B singer, you lit. You officially yeah. made it. If Jacques <laughs> jumps on your track, <laughs> it's kind of like... Eh, kind of going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with the label's mindset is it all depends on who's doing like the remix. If it's, if it's a dope artist, hey, we may make this the official remix. If it's somebody who may have a lesser celebrity than the original mm-hmm. artist, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, give us our stuff back and cease and desist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga's bugging for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the nigga tried to make it seem like it was simple. Oh, nah, it was, it, I was just, I really loved the track. I was just showing it love, but fam, he was making money off of it. It wasn't like, yeah. You can't be doing that, bruh. Come on. I remember Diddy used to have remix. I remember when Welcome to Atlanta remix came out. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go into the best remixes um, ever because I feel like they're, they're, that's, a, that's a conversation that you actually have to plan for. Yeah, you got to go study. It takes some studying. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to have that best remixes conversation. But I am excited of the year in hip-hop that we have had. So many albums have come out, and the year is not over yet. So that only goes to say, like, what? who else can be coming out with an album? Um, Dime Trap, how you feel about it? Dime Trap is a good project. I like Dime Trap. I like it a lot. How do you feel about T.I.'s discography overall? Um, solid, I would say. Would you say T.I. has is in the conversation for having one of the best discographies for a career? And by by uh, one of the best, I'm saying like take you put Jay in that mix. You put some would say Nas's discography is in that mix. Um, Kanye four albums though, not the entitled discography, but Kanye you got four good albums. Um, Ross is in that mix for discography in terms of complete bodies of work. T.I. on that list? I wouldn't say that, no. I I wouldn't go that far. 
That's a little disrespectful. You think? Really? I like T.I. I like T.I. a lot, actually. I do. But no. Trap music. <laughs> I'm serious. Urban legend. King. T.I. versus King is my favorite King. album from T.I. Paperwork. He has some snoozes in the middle of it. I, I, hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep them coming. Where else have I been? Uh, paperwork. Paperwork. Um, Trouble Man was not that great. Yeah. Um, that was the one. There was a, there's another album that wasn't really that great. It was him holding like a. It was after the whole trial when he was doing um, the Cliff Huxtable thing. All right. No Mercy. No Mercy is another one that you can do without. <laughs> um, paperwork. No, yeah. Trouble Man was Trouble Man, No Mercy. Paper Trail, I like. Paperwork, you can take off. All right. That's what, yeah. Hold on. Let me see Paper Trail. Paper Trail was Swag Like Us. Um, mm-hmm. Live Your Life with Brianna. Yeah. Whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. Paper Trail, yes. Paperwork, no. Yeah, paperwork is a no. Yeah, paperwork. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. All right. Um, you said Dime Trap was decent, so I will put Dime Trap in that. So you got what? Six out of t- seven? Six out of ten? That's that's sixty. It's failing. You failed. Six out of ten. ten. Hold on, wait. Oh, was it seven? Trap music. So. Urban. All right, we'll just do the ones that we'll take off since it's, that's a little bit lower. Paperwork. Paperwork and No Mercy. No Mercy. There's only two. And Trouble Man. You like Trouble Man? Oh, uh, three. You didn't like Trouble Man? Yeah, three. So 70. Okay. C, which is solid. For the, the amount of time that he's been in rap, the only really only to be missing three. Yeah, he's in that conversation. Okay, he's in that conversation, and that's why I wanted um sound check. <laughs> 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 I was gonna call him Gravy from Notorious. I was gonna call him, <laughs> but matter of fact, that's exactly what I'm calling him. Gravy, aka Sound Check. That's why you should have been up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, this is what happens when you. you, you <laughs> Sorry, Colin. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, I was gonna have that conversation with him in terms of discography and uh, rap albums that he had because I think I saw something on his uh, one of his. Yeah, posts. he had an October, um, October releases. And the only ones that stood out to me was T.I. and Quavo, yeah. which will have dropped by the time this is published. Um, the other ones was like Lil Baby and them. Like, okay. Nobody want to hear that 16-year-old music 20 times, you know? Am I wilding? Or did he say Wayne's album was one of the best to come out this year? 
No, that was Christian. Okay. Christian posted that nonsense. He had Drake as <laughs> as number one rap album of the year. Yeah. Um, and Nips behind Drake. Yeah, Christian and the Carter hat rounded out his top five. Christian and Stacey Adams be too tight sometimes. I think it'd be yeah, he be that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> up in circulation. And that nigga was bugging with that list. Drake don't even round out the top five. First of all, neither does the Carter for album of the year. And I agree for for rap album of the year. No way. I agree. No way. Well, sound check when you're but. free to come up here <laughs> and discuss that. We can have that album of the year conversation. Um, you know what I hate? Let me hear it. If you're in a store, right? And let's say you mm-hmm. order something that may not be on a menu, but you order it consistently. Like, so you go in and you ask for like a ham and cheese with, with cheddar cheese, right? Mm-hmm. You get somebody new in the store, you you order as usual, and they're like, oh, we don't have cheddar cheese. We only have um, American. I hate mm-hmm. when you try to tell me what I order. Like, especially if I just did it the day before. I hate when you try to, I hate <laughs> if you try to tell me it's not what you do. <laughs> that happened to me a couple weeks ago. We were ordering California Pizza Kitchen take out and my usual spinach and asparagus spaghettini with shrimp add-on and she was like oh I don't see that in the system I'm like what so she's like hold on she goes off the phone for like seven minutes and she was like oh yes I just talked to the manager and that's um that item is not on our menu anymore but we can make it for you I'm like you know what don't even worry about it give me something give me something on the menu that's fine. But yeah, so I don't be sweating it. Like, if they come come at me with, oh, yeah, we don't do that, but, you know, forget it. I'll just take something else. Or I'll just go somewhere else. I don't sweat it either until they try to make it seem, when they try to make, when they try to correct you as if what they're saying is, case in point, yeah. I went to Taco Bell and I ordered something. Um, you eat horse meat? I don't. I don't. But let me, let me get to let me use, using it as a go point ahead, of reference. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I ordered something the very next because it was for Tiffany. She had a craving for something. I went and ordered it. Very next day, I go to order it. The the next day, twenty four <laughs> hours later, <laughs> this girl on the job. She was like, "Oh, you mean blah blah blah?" I'm like, "No, I mean when I just ordered." Oh, we don't have that. I'm like, <laughs> all right, now it's an issue for me. Usually I'd be like, all right, cool. But don't forcefully try to tell me you don't have, when I literally just yeah. bought it. Yeah. That is super annoying, though. Know. What she knew, maybe she was just like, oh, you know, I got to, wasn't really familiar. I got to the window, I said, just so you know, I ordered the same thing last night and they were able to do it. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm like, yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> Like that, it annoys me. It annoys me when you try to forcefully make it seem like, oh no, you're wrong as a customer. Customers aren't always right. I get it, but if I'm telling you I've ordered it before, granted it may not be on your menu. Maybe something somebody else knows how to put in the system to get the exact thing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me, oh we don't have that. Adamantly, no. Like that's it, nigga. No. But did you get it? It was a question. No! Because this... this <laughs> yo. <laughs> you guys are getting riled up all over again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not the person to, like, harass you. Like, I get it. I'm in drive-thru. You got other cars. I'm not the person to harass you. But I'm going to let you know you look stupid for telling me... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have something that I just got 24 hours ago. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, though. Like, I, I'm not the guy like to go back and forth over drive-through 
over over something. <laughs> when, I, when I get to the window, I just want I need I need you to know that that's why you, you're you're here out of high school working this. Like, don't tell me what you don't. <laughs> oh, have. you one of those? Oh yeah, yeah. If you give me an attitude, <laughs> now I'm going to be petty on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, you're ridiculous. I'm going. I'm going to be petty on purpose. Y'all want to. Y'all want to raise the minimum wage, and you can't use the machine correctly. Yeah, I'm. I'm that guy. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care if it, it, it's all fair. <laughs> it's all. It's all good until you try to force me to tell me. What I've been ordering, <laughs> you now don't have. Okay. Oh man, Let me put that you was on. funny. <laughs> Got to do better, H. Got to do better, kid. So you do eat so you do eat horse meat sometimes. I do not. That was not the point of my thing. I do not eat. But that's what I gathered from it that you Well, then that's you what you're taking. That you uh, minimum wage shame people and that you eat horse meat. 100% minimum wage shame people. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> while eating horse meat, you got to do better. No. You got to do better. Minimum wage shaming while what whatever. Um, but that actually leads me into the last thing I want to talk to you about. Do you think money buys you tolerance in a relationship? Uh, yeah. Of course it does. Why? How much of it, um, it depends. Um, oh, I'm assuming you're talking about like spouses, right? All right, yeah. So Kobe Bryant, Kevin Hart, Jay Z, um, yeah, like duh, of course. Like, if we're in a an apartment and I'm the only one with an income, and you know you're trying to figure out your dreams, and you go cheating, and you know like so now you now we name shaming, okay. Minimum wage yes, and dream shaming. Okay. If you're, you're because if you're cheating, of course I'm gonna I'm gonna dream shame because if you're chasing your dreams, why are you chasing them? <laughs> so like, which one are you chasing? Part of so, the dream. Yeah, <laughs> it's not part of the dream when you got that at home. So like, chase your dream or chase something outside of us. Like, okay, I get it, but I ain't gonna stay if you ain't. You ain't financially helping. Like you're a headache for the most part. <laughs> so why why am I gonna say like what am I gonna put myself through the extra stress for? Life is stressful enough, and then here you come grown with no job or a very low income job, like causing me more stress. Nah, I'm out. But we sitting on forty million and you say you had a slip up. Okay, we might could go to counseling and work things out and but after a while if it's like a you know a consistent thing, if that's it's a if it's a consistent pattern, then you know, of course you'll walk away at some point. It ain't all that tolerable. But for the most part, so like But for the most part not yes. in the same vein, but insecure. Lawrence was looking for a job, but she cheated. Mm-hmm. She was making money. He starts working at Best Buy. If he would have cheated at Best Buy, does that give, like, I'm just trying to figure out the scale here. So Jay-Z, Kevin Hart, Kobe Bryant, they can cheat because they have millions, obviously. But in some of those instances... It's not that they can cheat, but it's like if you get caught cheating once... It's tolerable because um, you have money? It's a little bit more tolerable. We'll, I'm willing to go to counseling and maybe we could talk through this. Maybe we could work it out. But if it's a consistent thing, then, you know, like, uh, that's just who you are. Like, I'm not going to sit around 
with a cheater, even though you do have like tens of like if I'm not happy, but we have money, like that's not you know what I mean, like that's not worth it. But if you do make a mistake, you know, we'll, I'm willing to go work it out. I'm not going to just up and leave. Are you up and leaving if the scenario you like the same scenario? Guy works at part time, minimum wage, or he's dream chasing, oh. and it's one time. There's there's no nah. I'm staying and working it out. We can we can fix it. Oh. I don't. That's messed up. Oh. So so a nigga <laughs> with a, a good job can cheat one time. <laughs> And it be tolerated, but a nigga that's trying to make it or chasing his dream. Yeah, because like my nigga, you listen, you wanna you working that Best Buy part-time, <laughs> and then you wanna go step outside the relationship. Nigga, you should go step outside and find another job. But now you minimum wage. <laughs> like you ain't in no you ain't in no position to be cheating on nobody, bring it working 20 hours a week. Like, who you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> Go get more hours, my nigga. No, that's not acceptable <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all, nigga working twenty hours, bringing home three hundred dollars every two weeks, and you want to go cheat from where? Come on, nah, I'm out. Have fun. <laughs> nah, that's up. No way. Nah, no way. No way. You want to use those hours to be stepping outside the relationship where you could be being productive and doing something else, trying to earn a little extra cash? Nah, nah. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh no. <laughs> Out. Thank you. Good night. Have a nice life. Oh god. Have a nice That's life. No, it's not. No, it's not. That nigga is messed up. So what if you what if you the person that's minimum wage and you step out? <laughs> you gonna have that same energy? You ain't gonna I mean I would under, I would understand if that's how he felt. I would out like I get it. But that ain't nah, that ain't acceptable. Oh my god. <laughs> nah. That's no, we do. I just want you to know. Nah. <laughs> no way. Nigga that got six I figures you... can step out and we can work through it, but a nigga that's working 20 hours. <laughs> 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 like, like, it's funny, isn't it? Like, that just sounds crazy. <laughs> nigga feel like he gets to go have extracurricular activities. Nah, you, are, you work 20 hours, nigga. No. No. <laughs> Uh-uh. Nah. Nah. I'm just saying we should have the same energy. Money shouldn't buy you that much tolerance. I'm just, uh, <laughs> Listen, it does though. It should oh, man. I would love to see what this conversation will look like on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever when this is posted. But uh you ask a hundred girls, and a hundred girls will tell you the same thing, nigga. From but where? that's the part that's messed up because when did girls have the right to decide? Okay, well, based off of your pocket, the tolerance that what I can tolerate from you is determined by what your bank account says. That's crazy. No, it ain't. My nigga, that is a hundred percent out of this world. You dictate nope. what you can tolerate based off of what my bank account said. Nah, I ain't rolling. Based off what you bring to the relationship. I ain't rolling. Absolutely. Yep. I ain't rolling at all. I think yep. that's a crazy uh, double standard. Well, you know, we live in a world like double standards, so. Just add it to the list. So if a nigga that got six figures, he can, you know what? No, I can see what that was going. I'm like, <laughs> nope, not, not gonna be able to do it. Not no setup. I see where that was going. Nope. But tolerance, money, money buys you tolerance. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Of right. course. Of course yeah. it does. All right. 
that's all I got. Um, sleeper shows. I like uh, Happy Together on CBS. CBS don't get a lot of love. I don't know why. CBS. No. Watch the football games on Sunday. CBS don't get no love for the shows they produce, but Damon Wayne Jr., he's in a show called uh, Stay Together. Um, and he's, he's typically funny everywhere that he goes. Yeah. Yeah. He is. That's that's what I got. I'll check that Stay out. Together. I don't have a I don't have a sleeper show. And I haven't checked that I got I got one for you. Uh I haven't checked it out yet, but said has a new show um on CBS as well called The The, the Neighbor or Good Neighbor or something like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I I'll give it a I don't know why said can't get a, a the sitcom thing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why you can't? And I don't. Did last OG get picked up for another season? Yes. Because okay. yes. I was about to say. She yeah. didn't see me. Uh, she got an Emmy for that, so they can't. You know, can't cancel oh, that now. So Tiffany Haddish is the one that calls the shots. The moment Tiffany is single-handedly put that show on her back. No, I'm just playing. Oh, the Mike Epps. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. I don't know. But it was a lot to unpack. We got to go now. But it was a lot to unpack. The Mike Epps Breakfast Club? Yeah. yeah we can get into that. <clears throat> yeah. We, we can get into that. Um, yeah, I don't have any sleeper shows. I don't have any sleeper shows. We'll get into that and we'll talk about Ozark next week, too. Yeah. And Quavo, I guess, because Quavo would have been out for a week. Oh man. Well, until next time. Play solo project. Keep minimum wage shaming. Keep um niggas and twenty hours a week. Don't be out here cheating on your girls if you Oh my God. You ain't got it, nigga. That's be faithful. Be I'm safe. debating on what to, what I use as a topic and <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Oh man. Listen, fellas. Be faithful. That mess was funny. All right. That's all I got. Uh salute to everybody that's gonna listen to this three weeks later and realize how much thank you. this is. <laughs> we thank y'all. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Get your excuse together for Monday. All right. <laughs>